You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is AfterBuzz TV for the season finale of Southland. Tonight's host is Stuart Lill. Joining Stuart will be AfterBuzz co-host Phil Svitek. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Southland news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off and the buzz continues Stuart Lill. Hey everybody. Welcome to the podcast. It is a full house tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have two guests that Rich our announcer didn't announce, uh Daphne and Mark. Uh hey, hey. introduce hey, hey. I, welcome. I don't even know your guys' last names. Is that weird? <laughs> <laughs> introduce yourselves. Daphne Valerius. That's right. And Mark Boucher. That's right. And I did not know your time. last name. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God, <laughs> Phil. We and, uh, are so boring. So it's going to be funny here tonight. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. Um, it could potentially be the last Southland podcast we ever do, n- not because we don't like it, but because we don't know if there will be a Southland. And so it's a it's a very special episode. And in our special segment, um, these guys know Regina King, specifically Daphne. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so they're gonna they're gonna share some uh, some experience. You, you think I know if Southland's gonna come back? I'm not saying I'm not asking <laughs> you if Southland's gonna come back. I'm asking you. Uh, no, we need our girl employed. We need <laughs> yeah, Regina we do. employed. We do need her back on the air. Yeah, exactly. So we need people to rally behind Southland and get her back on. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what you know. That's hopefully the message that we're gonna <laughs> spread with our special segment. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, among yeah. other things. Phil, I think what we should do is just in the podcast right now in uh, Rebellion that they haven't extended a season four. We'll just let the episode speak for itself. Thanks for coming in, guys. Yeah, um, we're glad to be you. here. So uh, we'll come back next well, week. That would yeah. be, well, that would be amazing. Um, I, we can't do that to our fans. <laughs> We can't do it. Okay, Phil, fine. We, uh, Phil has a business to run, so uh, no, I, the, won't, the, the, the fa- I won't disrespect it. The fans of Southland are ticked off enough that they don't know the future of Southland, and they don't need us to uh, further anger okay. them. All right. Well, true, true, but you know what? If you have belief, it can come back. Look at the game. Yeah, exactly. that's back. how the game came back, right so, in. You know, if you yeah. love the show, keep it, keep Keep the flow going. Yeah. You know? and Facebook, email. Exactly. I was going to say, uh, yeah, there is a petition out there. You can go and see the, the details of that. I believe they're posted on Facebook. So if you want to sign a petition, you can, uh, those uh, loyal viewers can go there. And uh, I don't know what good it will do. Uh, but, but nonetheless, the it's worth and, uh, a shot. And the, uh, and the uh, good old execs over there at TNT need to, be, need to hear your voice. Yeah. So, but I think the viewership has uh, spoken for itself in terms of the numbers from Nielsen ratings, and they, they are, the numbers are up okay. uh, technically this season. So uh, I think I think there is uh, I, I think that's that's good right there. Everyone, nobody has any doubts from what I read, and um, right. and and this was a solid season. There was nothing. I, I mean, it was a, it was a great arc. There was great stories. Everybody was solid. They cut down on budget. They made they made do with what TNT told them to make mm-hmm. do with, and uh, they had to exclude some valuable actors unfortunately but in the end the st- it was a great season and uh it I th- was i think tnt will uh will take all of this into account and say season four guaranteed but they just they just want to keep it a surprise i guess mm-hmm. and uh yeah it'll uh, be a pleasant surprise yeah uh, I think. it'd be it'd be nice for the actors mm-hmm. and uh all crew involved if they did it right after the episode so then they can party tonight <laughs> because yeah. i don't think they are going to party they're going to be uh crossing their fingers yeah. this week <laughs> but um but yeah so Phil, yes, you enjoyed it, right? I enjoyed it heavily. Right. Um, I thought it was filled with symbolism. I thought it was their best writing yet. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we have birth and death. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. Um, mm-hmm. and I did like that exactly, and symbolized through um, everyone, uh, even the training officers. Um, you know, through John and Ben, mm-hmm. all this, the young and the old and the new, and yeah. so that's why we have the new here with the old. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, not in terms of age, but <laughs> right. as, a, as in uh, right. After Buzz TV 
A beautiful um, family. Exactly. A beautiful right. family. <laughs> so we're the training officers, and you guys are rookies. Jess, you're not excluded Hey, he threw us right under the bus, but it's <laughs> yeah, okay. You know. It's good times. Good times. We want to have guests next season, Phil, if we, if we have next season, right? Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> okay, just making sure. Stu asked me every day. We, we want to have people come in and, and be part of the show. I'm like, yes, Stu. What do you? No. No, we don't. Just like we don't want to have our listeners. <laughs> that's why let's just end the show right now, because clearly that's what you want. Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, now that we've uh, you know, talked about a little about similar, I think we should just run down real quick for anyone who might not have seen the episode yet. Sure. But sure. Uh, just real quick roundup, uh, wrap up. Uh, so... Um, we our first line of our last uh, the, the last line that we'll get for this season was uh, all cops know that sometimes you can't uh, think about it you just have to make that you just have to make that leap uh, and uh, uh, yeah mm. and um, leap didn't work for somebody but yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah and Ben had to make that leap uh, as he yeah. found out this episode and then yes yeah, someone didn't and then um, as we carry on so yes as as Phil discussed uh, it was a lot about. About uh, birth and death and all that, and uh, so Ben and, and John, and it's graduation day with uh, Ben and uh, Chicky, and uh, so him and and uh, and Chicky with with Dewey are out on their last day, and as at the same time, um, Lydia uh, mm-hmm. Regina King uh, had to share with her partner Josie that she was in a relationship with her son, and last but not least, Sammy uh, was was back on the streets looking for the killer um, of suspected killer, I guess of. Uh, of Nate, and they found him, and he also had a son. Uh, mm. So, powerful episode, and um, I think we should uh, start b- by talking about uh, Lydia and uh, Josie and how awkward that has to be, being uh, in with with your det- with your partner t- for a t- you know eight twelve hour shift, and having to uh, having to share that you uh, are well, sleeping with her son. She didn't share it. Yeah, yeah. she it got caught. By accident. She got caught. <laughs> She got caught. Are we all adults, though? <laughs> Come on, man. Is it, I mean, this is... Uh, I don't, I don't know. If, I personally don't think it was that big a deal, but the fact that she didn't share it, mm-hmm. I think, led to, you know... I don't know a lot about the game, but does mm-hmm. anything from the game kind of translate with your experience from... Uh, from yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Could, could you give us some a little bit insight uh, as far as not telling your friend that you're sleeping <laughs> yeah. with? Uh, well, definitely your partner. I think yeah, your in partner. police force or army, you know, wherever there's a brotherhood or a sisterhood per se, and not to share a certain pr- information with your brother or sister, I think that's. But what I think she could have been waiting for the right time. I mean, they're at work. I mean, granted, yeah. they're spending a lot of time together and things, and they're focusing on a victim who just got raped, and then, you know, there's shootings all over the place, and they're running the streets. And like, you know, I don't got time to be telling you, come on, Mark. Like, really, I'm dating, you know, your friend. <laughs> no, come on. Like, you know what I mean? Like, come on. I mean, we were at work. And she clearly was trying to, you know, not talk about it. And so she found out. She got caught out there, unfortunately. But I think, in my mind at least, that she might have been, you know, waiting for the proper time mm-hmm. to let let them know. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? As opposed to just being caught out there, you mm-hmm. know, I would think. Okay. Well, uh, do you think he, she should have done it with, with uh uh, I, I forgot his name, but her son, do you think they should have done it together? Do you think this was a, you know, no, like, woman to partner to partner I think thing. it could have been done woman to woman. Yeah, I, woman I disagree corner. with you, Daphne. I think it was the wrong way for the mother to find out. No, it absolutely you know was the mean? wrong way for her to find out. And I don't think that, you know, Lydia intended it to be that way. Mm-hmm. In fact, right after she got caught out there, she immediately wanted to just end the situation, end the relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, she alluded to that. So I don't think that there was any negative, um, you know, in any negativity on on Lydia's part to hide it or shield it. I think that at some point in time she would have found the right way to tell her. Mm-hmm. And she was more than willing to just give up the relationship. And they just started the relationship technically, according to what. Yes. And um, I think his last episode, I have such a short memory. But uh, but anyway, yeah, uh, Lydia, I, I don't know if you guys have seen any episodes of this. A, a couple. A couple. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, I um, yeah, she has the an issue with uh, she, she's not in many relationships, mm-hmm. so that's why that's why Josie was so like you know give give me some details. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're mm-hmm. Yeah, she yeah. was encouraging yeah, it, encouraging you know, in it. a way. And then she found out it's her son. It's like, oh man, like yeah. 
you know, but you were encouraging me at the same time, too. So I think that because of the level of encouragement and because of the relationship that they have, I think that had it been under other circumstances, she would have found out So uh, in a proper, in a better way. Exactly. Do you think Josie's more mad because she kind of embarrassed herself? In a way, like I mean, because she was, you know, egging it on, and then she answered mm-hmm. the phone. I mean, that's kind of. I mean, I don't think she. I guess Liddy never found out about that, but that's kind of embarrassing if I if I were to think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's embarrassing. Yeah, no, for, yeah. for Lydia, you saying? Yeah, uh, you no, know, for the, oh, for, for Josie, Josie, yeah. Josie. I mean, yeah, she was encouraging it, and then all of a sudden, like. She, no, I think yeah, no, I think she's pissed it was her son. Yeah, I, think, I, I just, just think that Josh is you know a mother, yeah. motherly instinct. Like he's twenty five, he's twenty six. He's a baby to her. I mean, you know, yeah, a mother's yeah. love is always going to be that. You know, whether you're grown or not, whether you're in your thirties or forties or whatever, you're still going to be your mother's yeah. baby. Mm-hmm. You know, so and that's why she made that comment that you know. So now I'm driving in the car with a molester. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's her baby. She's going to look at you know, regardless of who it is. That's her baby, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And at the same time, too, she also has a personal working relationship with someone else. So then to find out that you are now invading my house, my privacy, you know, so she has to be a little upset about that. So I think it's a natural reaction, but I think that's her baby, regardless of I, how old he is. I wonder what uh, what Josie's had to say about Rodrigo's other uh, other other woman in his life. I'm I'm wondering how involved she I is. I bet in she his, had less to say. Less to say as compared to yes. Yes. yes, because she also said that I'm not going to be responsible oh, yeah, for yeah. you guys breaking up on the account of me. Uh-huh. So I think that they do have some level of tension in their relationship, which makes it even that much more difficult for her to even show how how upset she is. I'm sure she would. Like, I think if, you know, the episode went on further, like, I don't even think that she would have approached the son to be like, okay, I know that you're dating my partner. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I think that mm-hmm. there's a part of her who wants to stay out of it. But as a mother, it's like you're outraged. Mm-hmm. So I think it's. I think it was a, it was all right. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> these are things I would never thought about. Um, I but I thought was uh, great though was at the end of this whole story was how Josie and this was the only cliffhanger of this mm. entire season. It was <laughs> um, mm-hmm. was uh, that she didn't know she wanted to work with Lydia anymore. And mm-hmm. um, if you if you've seen in previous seasons, Lydia has a has a long line of previous partners who didn't work out, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, I mean the original partner was shot and she was the, he was the only guy she liked for a while and then the rest of them it was just you know it was just a revolving door and she didn't like any of them and she wanted mm-hmm. new partners and and then it was about to be that way with Josie and then she grew to like her and now Josie's um, saying I don't think I so think anymore. they'll come together yeah I believe so I don't I think, think they'll think break so. that one up yeah because again she really was it had just happened allegedly and then at the same time she was willing to give up the relationship for the sake of the friendship so I think that Josie will see that okay you know what maybe it wasn't like she's trying to mm-hmm. take my baby away from me right because there can be some people like that there who, can uh, be true who are very there evil can be, yeah <laughs> there can be but uh I think Josie will come around yeah I me too I agree okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we, but we all know that yeah Lydia isn't like that she was complete surprise to her as well and, yeah uh, I think I think she shared that um but yeah so very very good very good storyline there um and then moving on uh, to uh, our, 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 our our dear friend Sammy, um, Sammy Bryant. Uh, yeah, so this episode they they kind of wanted to keep him out of the thick of things, but mm-hmm. they they knew his 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 uh, former or her his deceased partner's killer was. They were going after him, the le- leprechaun. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, and yeah, you know, he was getting calls from Tammy, his wife, and um, I feel I like clicking pens. <laughs> I, had to t- I had to take Stu's pen away. He's so nervous that this is the last episode ever for Southland no, and it's ours. It's coming back. It's coming back. It is coming back, back Stu. So no clicking the pen. Earth. Fine, I'll mess it's with my water back. bottle. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, yeah, Sammy. Uh, so he's back out there and he's getting calls from Tammy and he's and he's gonna have a son. And I I didn't know how long she, how far along she was in this process, so I wasn't sure because. Because the actor who plays Sammy uh, was talking about, like, just wait for the season finale. Like, I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh-huh. Is she having the baby early? Is this thing dropping a little too soon? But, you know, apparently it was on schedule. And and then... Um, and then, and then I always got that impression that it was on schedule. I, I, I think they laid that in nicely, Stu. I don't think it was a big surprise to viewers. Okay, well... What, I mean, she never what, looked pregnant, to, but... You know, I think uh, they always told us that. Yeah, I mean, it was the whole season. I think they, I think they told us in episode one. So, 
So it's been an appropriate amount of time. I mean, yeah. But anyway, um, but it was interesting in the in the car when he's discuss, uh, talking to his, uh, t- I guess just just his street his partner that day. He he keeps changing them. But um, he he said don't don't watch your don't watch your wife ha- ex wife wife whatever Tammy have this baby because uh, mm-hmm. you'll be turned off mm-hmm. of sex and uh, no sex for a month. Right, and um, mm-hmm. obviously they're not having sex. They're 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 separated. But uh, she's. She's currently with the man who uh, who who she was cheating on Sammy with, mm-hmm. and I'm wondering now that this is this is Sammy's son. Now that he, I, I didn't I didn't see him there at the birth, but if he was there, I don't know. I think I think next season if they have a next season, uh, what the new guy? The new guy's gonna be this baby's gonna this baby's gonna be the bring he's gonna bring Sammy and Tammy back, and I think the new guy was at the birth. He was at the birth. He looked at over at Sammy with the baby, and um, there you go. I forget whatever expression he gave, but uh, it, it kind of seemed almost joyous. It was joyous. Mm-hmm. Not I don't he know. just seemed so vulnerable <laughs> the whole episode. I just felt like he was just about to cr- cry at any moment. <laughs> Whether he was in the car, Sammy? yeah. Sammy puts on the biggest. Sammy front. had a lot I'm of like, stuff he, going. He has yeah, a lot of stuff going on. He was just oh, breaking yeah. down, like about to break down, about to cry, mm-hmm. and. Just really emotional. Mm. It's like, gosh, you but know. But I felt at the end, I felt him. Yeah, no, I, I felt did. Him at the end, yeah. I think he's back where he wants to be. Yeah, with yeah. pay cut and all, you know, in yeah. this economy. Yeah, pay cut and all. Yeah, <laughs> I think back that, where he wants to be. And I think that the the new season would will see him sort of sh- man up. <laughs> man up. Yeah. Well, he, he already he already he already did. Well, it's it's been a it's been a weird <laughs> journey. Of crying so much. <laughs> well, it's almost like he was re. Uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be pushing the symbolism thing because it makes me feel smarter. Yeah. But um, the fact that uh, you know, a few episodes ago, I, I believe it was two, where he had the guy um over the grave and was ready to shoot him, but mm-hmm. didn't. And so that was kind of his rebirth back from the dark side, and and now he's returning to the streets, the good side. And these are things he probably wouldn't have had. I mean, he got his, he got his justice. He he literally, I don't I don't know if this has ever happened. Web Cobb got to stand over a guy who killed his partner and got to whisper his partner's name mm-hmm. into his ear. Yeah, that was that was eyes. That he was, more yeah. than whispered that. Though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he that was a more, moment. A little more than whisper. That I, was definitely a moment. That was. Probably my, that was probably my favorite scene. Mm. Um, uh, <laughs> I was I was right. I think all of I think everybody who went through Nate's death was right there with him. It was mm. like we were all whispering at the screen, Nate Moretta, mm. Nate Moretta, motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> I did like I, I like the naming of the son Nathaniel. Yeah, I yeah. Know, you know, that I think I did like the themes of birth, death, rebirth. Um, there was a lot of rebirthing going on. I think you know we'll talk about the other storylines later, but. Mm. Um, my favorite was the juxtaposition between the falling from the roof and then it shoots right into the delivery room. And I mm-hmm. really liked that. It was just like, if you didn't get the theme then, mm-hmm. you better get <laughs> you better get it now. Um, yeah. I like that. I like that. There was a lot of that in the episode. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, I was just happy that in the end, Sam. Stu, how does, how, you're a writer, and this is me being facetious. How does a show that's so real have so much symbolism, huh? No? Can you answer that? No? Okay. No. Good job. Right. Stu's a wannabe writer. <laughs> no. <laughs> I want some more random sound effects, Jesse. That was too on. In honor, yeah, so uh, we started with Californication when we, Stu and I did the episode. Uh-huh. In honor of Charlie Sheen, we're trying to get Jesse to throw in random sound effects because when Charlie Sheen did his podcast slash uh, videocast, uh, there was a bunch of random sound I'm effects, right, and we feel Jesse's not up to par with the randomness. <laughs> I'm, I'm too on Come point. Come on, get in, Jesse. All get right. in. Let them know. So, so we're officially Charlie Sheening the last episode of Southland. All yes. Right. All right. Yes. All right. You know what? We need to go find Charlie Sheen. I bet he would come here. He well, you is know, hey, out hey. to All find right. Charlie Sheen. Jesse, cue my AfterBuzz oh TV my exclusive. Gosh. Here we go. This, this is actually going to be on point. Slash not because we're on the Charlie Sheen. <laughs> so uh, we, for the longest time, we've been talking about having an After Buzz TV Charlie Sheen edition. This has gotcha. nothing to do with Southland, but however, um, Maria, our own Maria Menounos, 
could have very well gotten him to come into the studio. Uh, however, it's unfortunate that she's actually away on business going to Washington, D.C., New York, and Boston. Yeah. Um, but we we still want to do it if we can. So let's go to Sherman Oaks. Let's go find them. <laughs> let's do it. Wait, I mean, I'm serious. Uh, we're, no, we're dead serious. <laughs> I told dead. her last night. You know, I was with my cousin last night. I was like, <laughs> you know better. what? Charlie Sheen, he ain't got nothing to do. We just need to show him a camera and he will come in from the Oh, camera. he's so cut. Co- he- oh, my God. He's so camera ready. But it's like, really, we're about to just stake out his house and just wait for him. No, he wants to be friends no, with he Charlie. He do it for me. We do it. We rehab. do it for him. He'd come in here. He would. He'd do, he we'd do it for him. Maria would go down there. It's yep. a Sherman Oaks, and uh, they do their thing, do uh, their telecast or whatever you want to call it, and then he, we'd have him come down to the studio and uh, have us him. I think we should work on it. We I'm are. Ready. Once Maria gets back, we're doing yeah. it. Yeah. Stu. <laughs> kind of on par. Kind of on par, though, Jesse. Don't buy it. Uh. <laughs> anyway, back to the serious matter at hand of Southland. Uh, right. Oh boy, where were we? Uh, winning. Um, but aside from that, um, <laughs> right. I think we just wrapped up Sammy's, and uh, and you were dogging at me on my writing skills. And uh, okay, so uh, uh, Dewey, Dewey, and uh, Chicky. I like that they're back, and I like Dewey, and I like how they brought all the characters back for the last episode. Mm-hmm. They did that well. Um, and Good then, writing, Stu. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, speaking of characters who got really wasted this season, it was with Sal. Even he, They just they kept him in that. Uh, the last two seasons, they really used him well with... Uh, and he was kind of a mentor with uh, with Sammy and Nate in this season. He was just he was literally just locked to his desk, and uh, it was all the way up until the end. He was just pretty much locked to his desk, and uh, I was really disappointed in that. I thought they were going to bring him out a little bit, but... <laughs> Unfortunately, no. No. But and uh, but you know Dewey, Dewey and Chicky are are uh, Dewey at least is is a good is a great character and uh, so I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna beat down any of those I'm not gonna say anyone else got too much airtime so uh, no, I, I thought it was a well balanced episode oh no it was very oh, well balanced yeah. uh, so what about Dewey and the uh, no can we say whore. Yeah, or, yeah, what's up yeah. with that? Like, what, what, what was that? Like, was that his niece or something? <laughs> <laughs> like, she certainly could be. She seemed a little Irish. Yeah, um, like but why the special niece? attention to the? I mean, I just thought I just I was looking at it as like some sort of like empty nest syndrome. Like he's losing chicky. He's kind of pushing her. Like, are you ready for this? And she's like, oh, I can do 106 push-ups. He's like, all right, I better watch out. So he's kind of like looking for his new his new focus, and it was a, it just happened to be this. And it, and and most of the season, and he's been really. Uh, <laughs> that's that's more okay. Um, that was good. That yeah, was good. Um, Dewey uh, has been really pushing his uh, his sober. How you know how to be sober and live sober, and and I was looking for the ultimate person to try and turn sober and have a clean mm, life and that's this, and that's a little too I mean that's mm. a little too far out uh, I think but they feel it, it seems like they have a relationship though that's you knew her name or... yeah I mean I, but like the series is pretty good about um, about about street people who live on the streets having relationships with these cops like they'll, mm. they'll come in and out we never really see them more than more than once mm-hmm. um, but yeah I think that's pretty true to real life that the cops know the street characters because yeah. they're you know usually around the same area, so they get to know the people. And I think that's just kind of the similar situation here with Dewey, but this time instead of just maybe questioning her or having her to pull her off a, a hood of another car, he's just maybe now he's just trying to help her, trying to do, just kind of trying to move on. Now that Chicky's going to move on from him, although he never really helped. I mean, Chicky had always babysat him more than he's he helped in her. Touch with his soul, you know yeah. who he is, right? See Thomas Howell, Soul Man. You guys are a little young for this, but uh, there's a little, there's a movie back in eighty, maybe eighty four, eighty five. See Thomas I was Howell three. Mm. plays uh, <laughs> plays a character tries to get into Harvard, can't mm. get into Harvard as a white kid, so he goes in blackface and spends a whole year at Harvard as a black student. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, what, what's yeah. the title? It's called. It was called. It was called Soul Man. Soul Man. Soul Man. Yeah, Soul Man. I'll have to, we'll have to check. Did it he out. play a good black man? man? He played it all right. Black man. He played all right. He did all on right. On par with Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 not as good as that. Wasn't not Oscar as nominated. As as okay. No, no, not as good as that. But check it out, Soul Man, eighty something, eighty five. And Maria might know it, but yeah, you guys are a little young on the young side. Soul Man. Yeah. I do like C. Thomas Howell. He's yeah. a he's a great guy. He was good, <laughs> and I think he he was trying to you know something and something was touching him about. 
um, what was her name? The prostitute's name? Uh, <laughs> like <laughs> Denise. Prostitute. Yeah. Like Denise or Dan- he Dana. Just, he wants to save somebody. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Yeah. You know? He's and it just wasn't going to work. And it definitely was like that in the end when he found her. I mean, he was like try. He was basically to try to forcefully subdue her with multiple tactics, as the the taser gun and the and, and choking, choke holding her yeah. and putting her in a box. And, That's what I love. Stay yeah. here. Stay in the box. <laughs> Stay in your box. In the box. And she wasn't gonna do it. And like he just, I, I guess he was. No, the fact that she recognized that she wasn't gonna stay in a box, box. <laughs> as opposed to what box are you talking about? Right. In the middle of the street. Yeah. Right. Which would might have been better for her. I don't know. That's if a car, if a car, if a car hit her. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I aim for squirrels, is. Phil, when I drive, but that's just me. Stu's from Texas. <laughs> Texas. <laughs> I don't want to know who she is. I think that's his niece. Okay. Prediction for next yeah. season. I don't think so. I think that's his niece. He's looking to save somebody. So. I think or... she's his new... Um, trainee, trainee officer next season. Or could be his ex-wife's <laughs> daughter in their divorce, and that was his stepdaughter. Wow. Oh. That is yeah. deep. Ooh, I can see that. Yeah, no. <laughs> now you're talking soap operas, Daphne. Soap operas. <laughs> Shout out to all my friends at ABC Daytime. <laughs> <laughs> they got to come up with some weird stuff. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's the ABC Daytime. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Um, and then finally... Great. Uh, Where we started with uh, Ben and John Cooper. Um, These two guys are pretty much the face of this show, and it's uh, it's appropriate that this was the they started with them and and uh, and ended with them. But um, but yes, uh, we start off with Ben chasing a guy off a rooftop and takes the jump. When they when they tease it, it doesn't look like he hesitates, but um, but but he does. And uh, but anyway, it's his last day, and he's messing up. John's John's all uh, hyped up on. on uh, <laughs> man, how's that feel, Stu? <laughs> I uh, messing up left and right. I know. Uh, okay, okay. I, I I knew we should end this episode early, Phil. I now I got car honking. That's not right. And heartbeats. <laughs> that's yours. That buddy. is my heartbeat, actually. That's not a sound effect. Um. But anyway, uh, right. So it's 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 Ben's graduation day as well, and he's already messing up with crazy homeless people in the street. And mm-hmm. he's and John's just kind of laughing at him, like you know, oh, this kid isn't gonna make it past me, and looking RoboCop with his glasses on, trying to hide the trying to hide the red eyes or whatever he's got going on. And um, but real quick, it turns when when and, and this was scary, by the way, when when John's at the wheel and chasing a chasing a van and uh, I, I thought well, can we talk about the wheelchair man for a moment okay you want to go back yeah. to wheelchair oh man? My God. this guy needs to shit <laughs> this this was amazing I mean I'm a, I'm probably sick for saying it but that was funny it was funny. yeah it was hilarious <laughs> I didn't realize that it took that long to subdue someone in a wheelchair like, well, it, it took it him like that it long. It wouldn't have took me that long, <laughs> but it took him that long. Oh yeah, he was God. very nice about it. Yeah. yeah, he was a little too nice. Yeah, I'm not used to that. Like, I'm like, okay, really? <laughs> like, it took way. If too he had long. pulled a gun on him, would you would you thought that was more appropriate? Or? Nah, <laughs> but he needs to. Is that the softy guy character still? The one who. Is he the one who kept on crying? No. No, no, no. no. That's no, no. Different guy. Different That's guy. He might as well just be crying, too, because he just took <laughs> forever <laughs> to subdue. I mean, like, it doesn't take that long. Mm. And in real life, they wouldn't have been that nice, mm. in my opinion. I don't think they would have been that nice. Not, not an L.A. cop, right? Yeah. Right. Not I don't LA. think they would have Definitely been not that. L.A. <laughs> <laughs> what about a Boston nice. cop? Oh, you guys no, just I don't bad. think any cop <laughs> would have been that nice, especially in New York. Let it be a New York cop. Uh-uh. So wait, uh, you're going. You're really. The reason really... I ask, uh, you guys, are you guys are from Boston. Do you yeah. know, you ha- you have experience with New York cops, though, too. No, I don't have experience. I've seen. I watch the news. You watch the. <laughs> oh, so we get. Oh, oh. okay. <laughs> watch the news. I mean, you know, but they're not nice. They're nice to me though when I get pulled over. Uh, but. Of course, of course. <laughs> all girls could say that. Of course, I think Boston but. has some of the best or best cops. I could say that, but um, I mean they're jerks everywhere, but they're good cops everywhere. You know, <clears throat> it just took him. But way um, too. you know, from past experience, it, it seems like LA wouldn't be that patient with somebody. Um, you know, 
crossing the street or something like that. Because he was upsetting traffic. I mean, yeah. he was completely upsetting traffic, causing yeah. a But didn't he have the right of way? He was just kind of numb. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I could have been bending down, tying my sneaker in the sidewalk. I would get arrested. <laughs> and he's taking all this time. <laughs> Jaywalking. Yeah. Get arrested. I get, yeah. I know. Yeah. And then this I actually have gotten stopped for jaywalking. Yeah. Not arrested, but I've gotten stopped that they gave me a warning. Uh, <laughs> that was in Philly, though. That was in Philly. The only time I've ever been told to stop to not jaywalk was uh, was the night of the Oscars, actually. Um, I was jay- jaywalking because the streets were blocked off, and, and they said I should be taking the walking lane, which made no sense to me. Because there was no cars on that on the Hollywood Boulevard. Mm. Did you fight back and get arrested? <laughs> no, no, I no, I'm I'm not. I wasn't I wasn't in a wheelchair and um, screaming. So you don't random. you so John Cooper came up to you and you didn't respect his authority. It wasn't John Cooper? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was a it was just a it was just a cop sitting on his uh, road blockade. Hey, 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 doing one of those, you know, waving waving his uh, baton. Twirling around. How does Stu have more pens? <laughs> <laughs> Who gives Stu these pens? But, I take one away, and he gets another pops one. Up. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've I've la- I've steered clear of, of of trouble ever since I I went on a uh, pr- high speed pursuit myself. Oh, uh, oh wow! Yeah, let's yeah. hear. Let's hear real quick. Okay. Um, I was seventeen, and um, it was it was a fun night, and. Uh, Partying hard over that football game. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Went home to get a change of clothes and uh, to get my robe. Get my robe on at the at the, at the, at the party. Get his robe on. Get his robe on. <laughs> I, I, do, like I, do, I do, doing the hue. Um, <laughs> what? The, there's, there's a whole other side of you you've never seen. Um, Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> and then on the way home, uh, who? <laughs> exactly. Um, there's, there's a cop uh, doing doing a speech rap, and uh, I uh, I cruise by him at fifty. It's a th- it's thirty mm. thirty five. Maybe I was doing forty five. And you um, kept going. Well, you kept going. I kept well. I, I kept going. He didn't flash his lights. Uh, he was he was facing this way. I was going th- that way. Mm. Um, and oh, then I was looking oh. at my rearview mirror, and uh, got to almost to a stoplight. Saw him flip his lights on, and uh, so one of my friends who's Who's oh, I'm I'm not a bad person. I I, 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 <laughs> I, I always follow the law to a T. And uh, this was one of those rare events that I didn't. Um, it told me, you know, cops they don't follow you into the neighborhoods if uh, if you go for a chase. It's like so that that was the first time I would go to the my neighborhood. Friend, my friend told you so that? this this crazy guy um, who drove a minivan and and was and, and there's was, your first and, mistake. And, and, had, <laughs> and, he, and he already had five uh, five speeding tickets. So what's, you know, what's uh, his name? Give him a shout out. Uh, hey Dylan, Dylan, <laughs> there, buddy. Dylan, you idiot. Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, All right. Yeah, but anyway, so they're chasing you. Uh, yeah, I I I I, uh, I took a sharp right in my convertible, and uh, that gave me a sense of power and speed, even though oh, the car only right. has 100 horsepower, uh, Miata. Um, mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Miata. And uh, my little my little my little mouse car, um, which people like to say it was. Uh, but anyway, yeah. And uh, went flying down the street, took another hard right, went flying down the street, and uh, was looking at my rearview mirror, hoping he would, didn't see me turn that corner, and. Uh, and sure enough, he did. And uh, and I had my lights off. This is the dumbest thing. I knew the whole time this is stupid. And it, this, oh, I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. And then I saw my rearview mirror, and then I, I screamed like, "I'm a fucking idiot!" And <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then I just immediately pulled over and uh, turned off my lights in my car and just really hoped he passed, and he didn't. And uh, then John Cooper uh, pulled up alongside me and, uh, <laughs> and was like, "What are you doing in a robe?" It, right. uh, no, no, I wasn't in my robe yet. Uh, that would have been the worst. I would have been brought to jail. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where, where was this again? This, where? Where? Oh, this was in Dallas. Oh, um, okay. oh Dallas. Yes. Oh. But uh, so this cop got out, came right up to me. I was shaking <laughs> and uh, said, what in the hell do you think you're doing, boy? And uh, and did you tell him my friend Dylan told me? Yeah. Uh, my Yeah, no. And, uh, and, uh, and I just blubbered out some response. I can't remember it. I really blocked out the whole event. And... Uh, and 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 then he knew I was harmless, but he he, he proceeded to tell me that he proceeded to tell me how he, he was going to bring me over to death row. And, uh, <laughs> 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 
<laughs> play a uh, lightsaber uh, with somebody in their cell and um, in, a, in, in an inappropriate way. And, and um, Jesse. <laughs> so he didn't take you to jail? No, thank God. He mm. he. Uh, Not even the whole. You were seventeen. I was seventeen. Oh, yeah, they would have hauled my black ass. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I don't think yeah. you've ever seen someone shake so much. Um, mm. Yeah. I when was, you were red, huh? Beat red. Oh, oh yeah. Oh my I was gosh. beat red, and uh, <laughs> I never told my parents this. So if they're out there tonight, hi mom. Uh, thanks for oh, for being man. so good to your son. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, paid that ticket and uh, never, never, I haven't gotten a speeding ticket since. All right. So good uh, for you. I know. So uh, you wow. know, you know how John uh, let that guy go once upon a time. Well, well remember that episode? Uh, if I ever catch you over here buying crack again, um, we're gonna we're gonna haul you off. Yeah. But uh, he gave him a chance. See, in that John's cop. a softy. That, Ben's not a softy. No. But but, but John... that that cop gave me a chance, and uh, I'm a I, you know I, I'm a better man for it. Mm. I will. Mm. <laughs> oh, thank God. Yeah. Good job. All right. There you go. So some cops are are, are nice. Some cops yeah. are nice. That's the moral of the story here. Well, thank God he had a card to keep up with you because if he's anything like John Cooper, he... I don't. <laughs> yeah. Um... Not that any man could keep up with a car, unless it's like a. <laughs> right. T, um, what what do they call them? The T, not the uh, the Model T. Oh, the Model T. The Model T. Model T. Are you saying my car was a Model T? No, I'm saying yeah. Well, it, <laughs> no, I'm not saying your car is the Model T. I'm saying you'd have to have like a car from the 1920s for a cop to not be able to. Anyway, oh, get okay. back to John. No. I'm trying to get back to John Cooper. You're John and up Ben. My... John and Ben. Let's go. John and Ben. <laughs> so where we left off with the wheelchair man? Um, uh, well, we're over the wheelchair man. We're we had a shout out. Man. Okay. Well, they, yeah. Then they. I mean, they had to expose that with the uh, went right into the Chicky and and Dewey dealing with another lunatic and. The, prostitute and then they came back and um high speed chase of course and we go right up van crashes and uh ben Mm -hmm. apparently ben saw the guy leave but we didn't but they opened up that van there's a girl in there and um he extremely injured something really horribly uh and this is like i don't know how many high speed chases we've had this season but uh this is like the fourth, I would, at I least, would guess. At least the fourth. This it's L.A., though. You need to have that. You exactly. You know, you're totally, you know? totally right. Have they had the helicopters? Yeah. Oh, always. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. They called I, him in. This happened. They, we didn't see him. I don't, but, um, we don't have helicopters on the East Coast. It is the scariest thing driving on a 101 and there's some helicopter. I'm like, oh, my God, this cannot be a car chase right now. such a girl. Uh, no, I remember I was driving on the 101, and then this helicopter, like, just like in the movie, uh, the helicopter light is, and I'm just like, this helicopter light is too close to my car right now, <laughs> too close. Oh, no, I was really about to exit right off the freeway. Like, this is not going to work. Sorry, keep going. Sorry. I had a helicopter <laughs> circling outside my freaking window for an hour oh, a week ago. That was ridiculous. Oh, that's that's fun. Mm. But, um... I know, I, I love the I love those helicopters uh, over in the West. Well, Coast. a helicopter mm. couldn't get this guy today. No, nope. but a uh, some some woman did who he crashed into, and uh, yeah, ran off, and um, and it turned out to be a guy in a uh, Mexican flag jacket, right? Mm-hmm. Which is Josie's guy. Which is Josie's guy. Um, so, so Ben lost him the first time, and then yeah, so we find out what he looks like, and then they cha- they they ID him when they're doing patrol, and uh, meanwhile, you know. Ben's like, John, you're giving me the silent treatment. You know, why aren't you talking today? And and John, I mean, I, I guess at first, I mean, Ben obviously knows what's going on. He's a little drugged up. But at the same time, I think he was, he was, uh, I guess maybe wondering if John was putting him through this, like this, well, it's my last day. You're just not going to talk. Mm-hmm. Give me the cold treatment or something kind of deal. I don't know what it was. But, um, and I guess neither did he. But, uh, and then, yeah, and then it turned into that, to that, that running. And, and then this is where it totally flips, where, where Ben's been messing up. And now John's messing up right here. Um, Because Ben hops that, chases him, hops the fence, and then John pulls up, gets out, climbs like a bear. (laughs) Oh my God, that was pathetic. (laughs) That was so bad. Like, it was really, it just was not good. Fell on him back. It was, yeah, it was pretty sad. It was sad. sad. He was crawling up the stairs. He wasn't climbing. He was crawling. Crawling. Like, no Yeah, like, just give up, man. Uh, He should have stayed there and just waited. (laughs) 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 He should have just waited in the car. (laughs) He can't leave his partner. 
Well, he could have caught him. I, I mean, the, know, the guy dropped right waited. where he could have waited. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, he could have right? got him. You know, Ben <laughs> did, Ben gets no credit, even has a bloody face, and John would have got him. But, uh, no, because he could have went in through the suitcase and made a big deal about the suitcase. I would have just waited right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what the protocol is about. Uh, I guess you got to keep with your partner. Um but as far as scaling a building, I don't, I don't know if they'll fire you if you don't. Uh, well, I mean, uh, to, at least to uh, to sort of uh, get away from John in that respect, it seemed very matrix, matrix-like, you know. So, oh, so yeah. I'm going to give John some uh, some leeway there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although climbing a ladder, that's not necessarily matrix. Yeah, style. But the, the jump was, was sad. The, no, the jump. Yeah. The jump was. I wouldn't have jumped though. I wouldn't have jumped. I would have just stayed in the car. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> could have just stayed in the car and waited. No, I'm talking about Ben. If I was Ben, I wouldn't even have jumped. You oh, would have the building? Yeah. Oh, no. I would just stay right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, because he paused for a minute, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He did pause for a minute before he jumped. I would have been like, yeah, it's all right. Although the cops could go get him. Mm hmm. Yeah, we, yeah. I could not be a cop. But that's why Ben is Ben, and you're you. So, yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, so then the fight. I mean, this, the fight, and then onwards to the other jump, the yeah. fail jump, that was the, some oh. of the most realistic things. Yeah, and I, I like the fight. The fight was really good. I have to say, the this is why you learn wrestling. This is why you go after wrestling in high school, guys. This oh, is, my this God. Is, football, I don't think you would get that kind of... Uh, so where you're wrestling? The kind, of, the kind of strategy. I think Ben was definitely a wrestler in high school. But you weren't. No, no, no. Oh, no. Well, thanks, some, thanks for. I couldn't wear plugging the, I, can't, I, can't, I can't wear the spandex, Phil. That was the chafe and wouldn't be pretty. <laughs> <laughs> but the okay. fight scene was good. Kudos to the makeup people because um they did a really good job. That looked that looked real. It wasn't it nice that, that someone like got beat up and it wasn't like Ben's face wasn't wasn't all like perfect after a yeah, fight. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. And they kept they it consistent pretty. even through the end. Mm-hmm. The yeah. end. But that fall, it reminded <laughs> me of um, Juice. Do you guys know the movie Juice with Tupac and um, and all that? And Tupac's character, his character was Bishop. Do you guys know that with Omar Epps? It's really really old movie. One of actually it was. Um, Tupac's first mm. movie de- debut mm. and he was like an amazing actor in that but anyways his character dies just like that yeah. <laughs> and I was like didn't I just see yeah. this the other day because yeah. it was on the other day and I was like oh wow so but wow. I thought that was yeah I like the intense. realism I like it yeah they die. kept the camera yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I put like that the, uh, put a little yeah. in the special effects department mm-hmm. right there I mean really I knew good. as soon as he was running I was like this dude's not gonna make it but they it was so weird he's like he Oh, I can't even like. He um, grabbed. He grabbed. <laughs> he grabbed it and he's hanging on, but not hanging on, and just like it almost went to slow motion, but it wasn't. Yeah. It's almost like a mental slow mo yeah. for everyone. And it was filmed really. It was filmed really well. It was. It was very hyper real. Yeah, that was good. That was good. But during that fight. Um, Ben really went from I mean yeah because I mean just lasted so long I mean John could have came up I mean if he was still uh, if he didn't have that bad back I mean he could have came up taking him off Ben still gave him the the pup treatment and you know like you you shouldn't just run up you shouldn't be jumping buildings and but but Ben did it and John couldn't back him up and and through that and with every blow to his face and almost getting choked out and his eyes pushed out and pushed in and and uh, it could have been really bad, but Ben overcame it, and in the end was able after afterward to uh, had every right to talk down to John. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> and, absolutely. And became yeah, became re- I, he really earned his. I, I don't know what he earned. I, I don't know if you get another street cred, brass or something, <laughs> but yes, yeah, so he, he definitely earned his street cred. Uh, I guess not no. with Sammy. They though, tied but. it nice with John too. I like that he. He was able to admit it when mm-hmm. he got to the hospital. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, it is what it and is. And that was but his I arc. think he took some other yeah. drugs. <clears throat> I yeah. think he took some other oh, drugs. Oh, all addicts do that, yeah. right? Yeah, he yeah. took some other drugs. I'm a cop. Yeah, right, dude. Really. I'm a cop. He took heroin. He took heroin? You think? Why would he take heroin for no. his pain? He has back problems. <laughs> the, he's just on, what an accusation. We maybe just the trees. Medical <laughs> marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> that, this is where you get the, all like the inside news. <laughs> right. Every after Buzz TV, John was on heroin <laughs> and uh, and weed. So for the longest time, we were wondering whether or not he's gay. So we found that out this season. Next season, we find out that he's addicted to weed. 
possibly. Is that is that what? No, because I don't think that's an addiction. No. So I think it's weed and something else. Maybe it's laced. (laughs) (laughs) Such a soap opera. I think you should go on the soap. I'm telling you. ABC wow. This is the spin we needed, Phil. This was the <laughs> this was the spin we needed. We were too procedural on this. Oh we were. <laughs> no PCP. What's that? Is that like a PCP? It's like a pill, no, right? No, not PCP. Yeah, I made a it's PCP. A Maybe no. crystal meth. <laughs> you know, I I Jesse, you're an in-house drug expert. Uh, <laughs> I watched Intervention, so I don't know crystal meth. You know what? My friends back in the day they made a. Uh, Comedy sketch called Peace, as in Peace, uh-huh. EP for um, you know, like in music, like there's an EP, which is like oh, it's not an yeah, album, yeah, but it's yeah. e- <laughs> so it's the Peace EP. <laughs> no, maybe trees though. Trees. I can see it. Medical marijuana is in LA. No. All the, everywhere. Why are we getting off the fact <laughs> that, <laughs> that he actually <laughs> admitted his problem? Have, he's gonna have a rebirth next season. He's gonna be. A and I do believe guy. he took more than just oxycontin, like it is. Thank you, Charlie Sheen sound effects. Uh, That's my favorite one yet. This is Michael Jackson. You can play this one all day. (laughs) It's the THX bass um, intro, actually. Yes, it is. Uh, That guy's a professor over at USC. What do you think, Stu? Is that that it for this season? Is that all we got? Is that that all we got? Boy, did we did we touch everything, Phil? I mean, I, we did. I mean, Sammy and Ben. Uh, that's his new, I guess, officer on the street. Or like we'll get to the, the street, predictions. Right? Predictions. Okay. Well, that, no, that's that. That was a part of the storyline. It was a part of the storyline, but uh, there's something be- greater to be. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Well, we can do that in predictions then. All right. Well, let's go to our commercial break and then come back with our special segment. All right. Want to find out what the AfterBuzz is about? Janice is a drama queen. This is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call at 347-855-8269. This television, and they want it to be as dramatic as possible. I mean, it's Shakespearean. You never know what goes on behind closed doors. Get in on the AfterBuzz. 347-855-8269. Now, in the eyes of Jimmy, Nucky is a villain. Listen on iTunes. I mean, who would you guys rather hear that from? Find us on Facebook. Your husband or your best friend? Follow us on Twitter. And then she's trying to kill him, so it justifies it. I'm like, oh, now it makes sense. And visit us at AfterBuzzTV.com. <laughs> the wig! The wig will come off. That wig come off, baby. No! Boardwalk Empire. Desperate Housewives. Glee. Gossip Girl. Breaking Bad. Madman. True Blood. The Walking Dead. Big Love. Jersey Shore. The Oscars. Celebrity Rehab. The Emmys. If it's hot, you can bet we'll be buzzing about it. Uh, welcome back. So, uh, Phil, we have ourselves a special segment? We do. Uh, why don't you take us... Daphne, why don't you talk about Regina? Regina's my girl. Regina King is an amazing... She's a Capricorn like me. So, that's the first thought. <laughs> Are you still a Capricorn? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, Regina King is a wonderful, wonderful person. She's a great and amazing actress. She's been in the game for 20 years plus since I was born, basically, um, with 227, and she's getting her her shine. She just won an NAACP Image Award, which is great, and she is also featured in my documentary, The Souls of Black Girls. Okay, uh, yeah. well, A, tell us about your documentary. B, the roles that she has in it, and what... Um, my documentary is called The Souls of Black Girls, and it's about how media images affects the, the self-esteem and self-confidence of women of color. And I did it at our alma mater, Emerson yeah. College. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And, um, you know, shot it, wrote it, edited it, produced it. And um, Regina King actually was a good friend of mine before I produced the film. And I just told her what I was doing, the premise of it. And it's really just to get women of color to talk about how these images affect our self-esteem and self-confidence and so that because oftentimes we're invisible you know so mm-hmm. Regina King her role in that in that um, show is very very important for us to see a, ref- a positive reflection of women of color in the media so her role is so critical because you don't see a lot of that um, well it's been a long time since we've saw- seen positive role models I think a lot of things have changed over the last you know five or so years mm-hmm. and everything but um, you know so yeah so that's what she plays so she plays herself in the film um, and she just talks about 
you know, her own struggles with media images, whether it's, you know, being too skinny or whatever, and gives her own critiques. So she's a prominent character in the film, um, The Souls of Black Girls. And so. this is a documentary, right? Yes, it's a, it's a documentary. Um, yes. So I have two questions. A, where uh, does one find it if they wanted to see, the, see Regina in it? Yeah, you can actually go to my website, soulsofblackgirls.com. If you Google it, it'll come right up. Or you can actually go to Amazon.com and actually purchase it. Okay. And, and my second... Do that one, everyone. Do that one. <laughs> do that one. <laughs> Amazon, uh, what should I say about my website? <laughs> no, no. We want you to make money. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. No, but it's great. Either way, you can go and um, purchase way. it. Definitely check it out. Um, now, the other question. Uh, so, how did... Regina was a friend of yours before this. How? Yes. So and in my long? life at Emerson, you know how like at Emerson we do like a, a number of different things. No, I don't. Um, uh, our, well, viewers, our, our viewers don't me, even know what Emerson is. <laughs> Emerson College in Boston represent. Emerson College is the premier school of communication arts. Okay. And um, you know, in Boston, and uh, so just in Boston, it's, it's well, they have the LA campus, but they're not open yet. No, I'm just saying we're, uh, it's it's more of a worldwide uh, yeah, recognition now for Emerson. Yeah, it's true. But we're headquartered in Boston, yes. being town, downtown. I was, I was, I was merely, I was merely, uh, how specific are we getting here? <laughs> <laughs> I did like the Beantown downtown. Beantown, yeah, Beantown, Beantown, Beantown. No, I was going to make some other point, but, uh, rather than get into that, continue your story. No, well, um, you know, uh, so I was studying the journalism program at Emerson and at the same time too, like I do other things like, <clears throat> and of which acting is one of my passions as well. So in my life as an actress, reading scripts and going through monologues and things like that um, I actually befriended Regina King so she's like a mentor of mine really more like a big sister and everything. wait what do you mean how does that how does what <laughs> I was reading scripts and I befriended <laughs> Regina like Stu reads scripts and he doesn't um, befriend just, Regina just King the room before you we the met okay so oh my gosh y'all really want details <laughs> <laughs> how does that so, leap happen I read I scripts know, and I don't befriend I Regina okay. King <laughs> so uh uh, I was actually at a film festival down in New York, and um, I was still a student at Emerson at the time, but but I was just frequenting this film festival just to really, you know, network and, and meet people, and aside from just, you know, acting, you know, mm -hmm. to really understand. And so she was being honored that year um, with an award, actually, at the film festival. And then afterwards, um, she came down after the award ceremony was over, and she was just talking to any old body. And I was just like, Really? And I was just like, really? Like, you're really talking to just anybody? And then all of a sudden, like, she was really giving out her email address. And I was like, really? So at the time, it was a Yahoo address at the time. It's no longer that anymore. But she gave me her email address. And then it was a few months after the fact. And I remember it was the month of April. Something told me to reach out to her. And I did. And she's been a big sister ever since. So, like, you know, while I was in grad school, I would email her. And, you know, she critiqued my first headshot, my first resume to tell me, you know, you know, take this out, you know, because you'll, you'll seem a little bit more... Um, like a newbie in the game so like on my resume at the time my acting resume I had like intro to acting or something like she was like take the intro part out and things like that and so we had a relationship and then one one day I was just checking in with her as I usually do and um, you know and I was telling her what I was what I was doing and at the time I mean I really was close to like not even finishing the journalism program because I got so caught up in acting but then I decided to stay in the program and then I was doing my documentary as my master's project and and, you know, I was just checking in with her real quick, like, hey, girl, what's going on and everything, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I'm actually doing this documentary. And this is the the idea is that we're going to talk about media images and how it affects the self-esteem and self-confidence of women of color. Would you want to be a part of it? And she was like, yeah, come out to Cali. And I did. And that's how it all happened. And it was a beautiful reunion um, mm -hmm. when we finally, you know, because we reunited with one another after having met her at that film festival yeah, yeah. and everything. And then from there, you know, she was a part of the film. You know, we met at a um, at another Emerson alum's house and we, you know, had the conversation. You know, I had my camera ready and, you know, she it was lights, camera, action. And it, it's been, you know, great from there. So, yeah. 
Wow, that is an incredible story. So, yes, you didn't just read a script and no, befriend yeah. Regina King. <laughs> no, but, you know, that's my girl. That's my girl. And she's, um, she's doing great and amazing things. She's a prominent voice in the documentary. And, um, you know, we're always in touch. And so big shout-out to Regina King, if you're listening. Hopefully you are. And, um, you know. That's Maybe we'll up. get you down here, Regina. Yeah, it will be great. Well, fourth season. We should. Show. I mean, now, yes. that, now that, I mean, yeah. you know, uh, yes. we've been holding. Stu, Stu's just been going after uh, trying to get cops to be on the show, <laughs> but very poorly. Um, I'm going to see what I'm going to do. I can, I'm going to see. I'm going to see. I'm going to see. I'm going to see. You know. Well, we we got to get Regina. I mean, Mark, yeah. uh, do you, have I'm gonna you. work on Regina and Charlie. Yeah, I need Charlie. someone. To help no, 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 I was gonna <laughs> say, oh, no, I'm that's still on Charlie. The, the trifecta. I'm still on Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was gonna say, do you uh, do you know Regina? Have you like interacted with her? No, I, I haven't interacted. She was the only one that in Daphne's film that I didn't get to meet. Oh yeah, that's right. Because yeah. you've met everybody. Because yeah. in my film, Chuck D's in my film. Oh, I've, I've met Chuck D. He's, yeah, Gwen he's, he's intense. Great. Yeah, he's great. We actually least. hosted a screening yeah. with him. Um, the Providence premiere of my film, he was there. And nice. it was a good time. It was a really good Have time. Have you seen his documentary uh, about Public Enemy? Welcome no. to the Terradome? I have. No. It's a good I one. It. No, I didn't, yeah. I didn't see that one. You should. Yeah. Check it out, people. Welcome to the Terradome. It's called, uh, obviously, after their uh, song called mm-hmm. Welcome to the Terradome. To the Terradome, yeah. yep. Good times. Um, Gwen Eiffel was in my film. Uh, Jada, Jada Pinkett, Pinkett, my crush. Yeah. <laughs> wow, we have to check out this doc. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, Jada Pinkett is in it. And next time you're here, get some uh, get some copies. Leave it here, and I'll I'll start a we'll cash bank. In. And I'll tr- I'll start a cash bank, and I'm sh- I'll tell people to buy it yeah. here. You know. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. <laughs> no, congratulations. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. A big shout out to Regina King because she. Chuck D was attached to my film. He was the first person attached to my film, and she was the second person attached. Second, wow! I mean, she seems like a. I mean, from that story, she seems very down to earth. She is. She's a Capricorn, don't you know? (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, no, she's a sweetheart. I love Regina King. She's amazing. She's a beautiful spirit. Yes, and uh, I mean, I don't know Jada personally, but um, Maria Menounos and uh, Kevin Undergaro, who host, uh, well, who own After Buzz. Um, they know Will Smith and Jada, and uh, the best actors, the most successful ones, are very humble. And so I could see yeah. Regina being yeah. so down to earth, and that Maria's success is, I mean, she's very humble yeah. as well. As I'm, you've met her, obviously, this yeah, weekend. Yeah, you just can't forget wherever you, where you come from. I mean, there's yeah. a reality. Like, you know, when the lights go off and the makeup is taken off and there's no mic, you have to look at yourself in the mirror and live with yourself, you know? So I think that, you know, those people who come from humble beginnings can really understand that. Like, I know Regina, you know, she's been in the game for years before, you know, blogs and the internet and, you know, even how technology and media has advanced so much. I mean, she was in it. I mean, she's Brenda from 227. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to watch that mm-hmm. at eight o'clock before I, you know, went to sleep <laughs> at <laughs> night and I was five, you know. So, um, you know, it was a privilege to actually have a conversation with her and, you know, and to have her friendship means a lot to me. Well, she sounds like a good friend. <laughs> um, so on that note, Stu, news and final news and gossip of the season? Yeah, well, I think we will have our final news and gossip mm-hmm. of the season. With DJ Jesse. After Buzz TV News. So speaking of Regina King, she took home her second award for Best Actress in a Drama Series at the NAACP Awards. Unfortunately, the award was later deemed dead on arrival when Tyler Perry was recognized as a writer and a director. That is harsh, <laughs> buddy. Why would you what? say such a thing? I'm reading what you typed. No, I do not know such a thing. Tyler Perry, I love you, man. All right, let's... <laughs> continue. Face is red. (laughs) Uh, Ben McKenzie and Michael Kudlitz were interviewed this week before the big finale. Ben discussed the arc for Ben Sherman, saying, quote, this season really completes the journey for my character, literally and metaphorically, being a rookie. He's finally done with his probationary period. He's grown up and become a confident officer in his own right. Mm. And, uh, yeah, see, I called that. Because I'm analytical like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that completed the journey. Well, John and Ben were pressed about how this could be the end of their character's story. 
But that's all neither here nor there because both Kudlitz and McKenzie are more than confident that Southland will see a season four. McKenzie proclaimed, quote, you pick the odds and I'll bet you a hundred bucks. How about that? I think I'll bet more than that. Let's do it. I'll bet more than that. I want the show back. Yeah. All right, guys. You guys can call in and uh, place your bids with Phil. <laughs> Please do. John Wells was asked, quote, Is there a better or a worse way as a showrunner to have your show canceled? The worst thing is to get canceled and then have the studio say to you, but you still have to make the next six. That's the worst because they don't want you to actually spend any money on it. They're not going to air, and they'd like you to do it for no money. But you need to get them all done. I can't imagine a worse thing to uh, have your actors just... Well, I mean, I'm sure the crew are happy to make money and everything, and uh, so I guess some of the actors, but I, don't, I think everyone's going to half-ass it, especially the producers and writers. Um, yeah. But, but, uh, well, you know what? I, I mean, I, I don't think that's the approach you should take. If you get canceled but you still have to do the shows, just go out. Finish with quality. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you're always known for your last piece of work, and if you get canceled, just, just you know what I mean? It, it's much more admirable if you just do a good job knowing you're still going to get canceled, you know? Preach! Preach! That's Preach. right! Praise the Lord! Preach! <laughs> well, Variety reports that all indications are that Southland will make a return for another season, and TNT will mostly likely make this announcement soon. Southland is averaging 2.9 million viewers, showing an increase of 5% over the previous season, and capturing 1.3 million folks tuning in each week within the 18 to 49-year-old demographic. That's... Those are really good numbers for cable. Those yeah. Are for I mean, cable. that's more than Mad Men, I would yeah. say. Mad Men yeah. gets like 2.5. Yeah. Come on. Um, yeah, TNT, yeah. listen listen to this podcast, first of all, and then listen to our advice. They yeah. should bring this back. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I wouldn't be surprised if they're listening. We've, uh, I mean, with Human Target, the reason why we did Human Target is because the showrunner, um, we do Glee, and they overheard that we're doing Glee, mm. which is uh, both are Fox shows, and he was like, wait, wait, wait. You guys need to be. I have a. I I have a writer's assistant that does one of your shows. She needs to be doing Human Target, not Glee. <laughs> and so, right. you know, showrunners love us for that fact. We're not hating on it. We love these shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I could see them listening to this and praising us. Yeah. Let's so get a fourth season. It's not showrunners. This is executive issues. Well, they're executives. Yeah. Showrunners. Mm-mm. No. Okay, Steph. <laughs> All right, continue. All right, and that's your AfterBuzz TV Southland news and gossip. For the week of March 8th, 2011. All right. This will be our last list of fallen officers, as we do on the uh, Southland podcast. We honor, ever since Nate Moretta's death of uh, back in episode four, we thought we'd uh, do uh, name the list of the fallen officers the previous week of real police officers, because uh, they... They deserve to be known for their uh, heroic acts. But um, so, in honor of the policemen and women serving our communities, um, we'll be you know saying the names from all of them from around the country and uh, that were killed in line of duty. Mm-hmm. Um, in the last week, four officers uh, were taken. On Five. Mar- Five. On March third, uh, Deputy Sheriff Willie Amos Campman was killed in an automobile accident in Heard County, Georgia. Deputy Campman had served with the Heard County Sheriff's Office for 35 years. On March 3rd, Deputy Sheriff Shannon Wright died from complications following surgery to repair an injury sustained in an assault while on duty. Deputy Wright had served with the Pierce County Sheriff's Department for five years. He is survived by his wife and two-year-old daughter. On March 4th, District Administrator Deborah K. Collins was killed in an automobile accident near Fredericktown, Missouri. District Administrator Collins had served with the Missouri Department of Corrections Board of probation and parole for 25 years. She is survived by her husband and two sons. On March 5th, police officer Donald Joshua Newman was killed in an automobile accident in heavy rain while responding to a head-on vehicle crash involving children. Officer Newman had served with the Jameson Police Department for just over two years and had previously served as a military officer in the U.S. Air Force for six years. He is survived by his wife and four-year-old son. If you wish to contact the department for funeral arrangements or for survivor benefit fund information, go to www.odmp.org to find contact information. These officers will be in our thoughts and prayers, and from all of us at AfterBuzzTV.com, we thank the men and women who put their lives on the line to protect our way of life. Yes, yes. Well, uh, 
you know, five officers. Still a lot. Last week we had... That's four, Phil. You four? No. One, one, two, three, four. Oh. Okay. I we have know. a counting issue in this uh, studio. Uh, I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm drunk. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, um, I strongly encourage people to to go to that website and just see the um, that officers the uh, the officers that do serve our community and that it is a re- very real dangerous job and it doesn't just affect I mean it isn't just dangerous for the people who are serving as police officers on the street I mean it mm-hmm. affects all people f- from every department I mean and and, um, and yeah it's sad but mm-hmm. it's it's real very real dangerous and. Uh, Indeed. So we should all look up to them, as as they did to Ben in this episode, where they took a picture of him. So very admirable career, and uh, yes, they can get on our nerves at times, but we shall never, we should never forget what they are doing for us. Exactly. True. Mm-hmm. And uh, all right. And now your AfterBuzz TV predictions. What do we got next season? Who's arcing? Next season, I Olivia. say that um, I Regina. say John comes back better and badder though. He's gonna be bad. He's gonna be bad. Now he's cleaned up. He's gonna be bad. Mm. Trust. <laughs> and bad. the the only we said the only cliffhanger we were left with um was Lydia and Josie. Mm-hmm. She's what do we come think? Back. Uh, I think that was like a. I think I think they're gonna be all right. Mm-hmm. I think they they're gonna, gonna come right. back, and. She might be a little still pissed at her, but we'll see how their friendship and relationship evolves. Mm -hmm. All I know is um, Lydia, I think, is 0 for 3 in terms of coming back (laughs) with the same (laughs) partner. Um, So we'll see. We'll see if Josie comes back. And and I I personally, I believe that this Ben and Sammy uh, partnership is... Is not going to work. That's. I think that's going to be the thing to watch. Yeah, that will be. That definitely yeah. will be. Well, that wraps up us for uh, Southland season three. Thanks for. Uh, well, thanks right? for having us. Am I thanks stealing your thunder? <laughs> Wrap it up, still. Myself. Yeah. Um, since this is my. Sh- I think this is my show. Did, this did is they say your they show. Ho- <laughs> did they say I was the host of this? The beginning of this, Jesse. Um, but yeah. No. Anyway, good. It was a good season, Phil. I'm glad. It was a very good season. Every part of the way, we. We gained some guest hosts and lost some and gained a couple more, and we're going to lose you guys right now again. Um, and uh, But anyway, it was a good season, and uh, TNT, order us a season four, buddy. Yeah. Words yeah, to live coming. by. Thanks. It's coming. Deuces. For producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions, comments, or would like to host an AfterBuzz show of your own, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzzTV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzzTV or its owners or principals. 